hello and welcome to La 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 Let Me Explain with two amazing special guests for this week uh, in the studio today. We've got Ellie, uh, whose Instagram is at Els the Witch, yeah. E-L-Z mm-hmm. the Witch. <laughs> and uh, so Els is a radio presenter for Rinse FM, uh, amongst other things. And uh, I really love you, actually, because you gave me my first opportunity oh. on the radio, <laughs> which was really amazing. Thank you. Um, so... The other guest that we have today is Vanilla Trilla. Hey guys. <laughs> also known as uh, Taylor. So I'm going to call them Ellie yep. and Taylor, yeah. not Vanilla Trilla and Els the Witch. Sounds <laughs> a bit weird. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, Taylor is a blogger, YouTuber. And actually, you were the reason that I, because I love, so El- Els and Taylor are friends with Letitia Grace and Erin Bedina. Mm. You're quite a little like social media crew. You're quite well known on Instagram. And actually, Taylor, you found my page first. Yeah. And I didn't really know who you were. I yeah. just We just DM'd each other like, yeah, like we really yeah. relate to each other. <laughs> and then I think you introduced the other girls to my page. Yeah. And they've re- they shared my page and stuff. And so it's been really yeah. nice. Like, it got put in the group chat ones. They were like, if you, if you want to relate to anything, yeah, like, listen to follow. this. Yeah. Aww. read the caption <laughs> so so thanks to taylor for to, for bringing me into the mix and That's uh, right. <laughs> so i really really appreciate that and actually i wanted to start off today's podcast by talking a little bit about that because i think you are both incredibly beautiful women Thank and you. a Thank lot you. of you know you go to a lot of instagram parties and you know your social media is a lot about looking good and you advertise clothes and things like yeah. that so I think a lot of women like me uh, who might see your pages or whatever might think and assume that life with men might be easier for you guys because (laughs) so yeah you're both laughing do do you think that people have that uh, assumption that your dms are going to be popping all the time I feel like yeah because even I think it about like the bigger bigger instagram girls and they're like oh I bet they've got all these people in the dms and stuff but like really it's not yeah like my that. dms are dry so <laughs> dry yeah. so dry i think though because of the way i am because i'm known for like complaining and very vocal people don't want to dm yeah. me because it's just like well she'll probably talk about me on her show so yeah. <laughs> I scare them off you might expose yeah. them and but do you find then that it's harder to meet men because of your instagram personas yeah yeah I think just Definitely. generally, I've, it's always been hard for me to find guys. Yeah. Because I have a resting bitch face. So, mm. especially like our generation yeah. as well. Like, it's, it's different. And like being in London and stuff. And everyone knows so everyone. For me, though, everyone I like everyone, it. Yeah. I, if a guy is has mutual friends, I like that because I know yeah, they're like same. kind of like normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, it's like safety guarantee. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. So, you're originally from where, where did you live in Wales? From Cardiff. So, yeah. do you think it's different the dating scene in Cardiff and London? Yeah, totally. Because Cardiff is so small. So it's like most of my friends from school who are in my year, there's literally about seven married couples. They've got like two, three kids because there's not really anyone to date in Cardiff. It's such a small town. So it's like once you find someone, people are in long term Mm -hmm. relationships, like people don't really date. It's like you're either in a long term relationship or you're not. Mm. There's like no in between. Whereas London, you feel it's more fast paced, multiple dating multiple people I think there's there's so many more like there's more options in in the sense that you find people that have the same interests as you like I'm from Norwich and back there I I was always single because I just could never find anyone like that 
I could relate to or just found attractive generally. So, <laughs> do you yeah. think it's similar then to Cardiff in Norwich, where it's more you find a relationship and you just stay? Yeah, because a lot of my friend, a lot of my friends move to London anyway, so they all live in London. But the people I went to school with, they're all like they own houses, they've got kids yeah, and crazy. cars. I'm like, I can't even pay my rent now. Like, there's, <laughs> there's a couple who I was who was in my year. They've been together since year seven, so eleven years old, and they've wow. got two kids. They just got married like last month. It's like crazy. I can't imagine that being my life. I don't know, I'd feel like I've missed out on yeah, some of my life. Yeah, I would as well. And I think that if you are with somebody from such a young age, that obviously you're completely different when you're 11 to yeah. when you're 27. Like if you can find someone who you can grow naturally with and you both grow in the same direction, but there's so much room for you to become totally different people within that, but yeah, then feel yeah. that you're like stuck with them yeah they just get comfortable I guess and like I said it's like in Cardiff it's, everyone knows everyone so it's like who mm. else am I going to date yeah. <laughs> might as well just stay with this person yeah it's kind of a bit sad isn't it and yeah. not sad I mean because in one way that's kind of goals isn't it to find one person fully yeah. love have a yeah. family settle down but then in in another breath it's like oh, I want to be able to experience different people yeah. and and I reckon that might lead to more cheating because if you've only slept with one person your whole life are you going to yeah. get to 30 and think oh well, there's oh, actually other people out, out yeah. there yeah and it could happen later on in life that's my fear yeah it's like if I was to have done that and been with someone and then like when you're mid thirties with kids and stuff, but then they cheat and you're like, well, yeah, here mm. I am. Or I'll then, just get out of the way when I'm younger. I know. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. 100. I always say to people, it's, you know, great if you have found the love of your life really early and it works, then it works. But I don't think that we should even be thinking about dating, marriage, settling down until we're at least past 25. <clears throat> I think yeah. we should travel the world have a good time, yeah, get to know yourself, have mm -hmm. fun. And having fun doesn't necessarily mean having sex with loads of different people, but just getting to know yourself and exploring the world yeah. and not making life about love and falling exactly. in love. Yeah. There's so much pressure, I think, for people in their <laughs> 20s to like settle down. Yeah. And I used to think it as well because I'm 27 now and I'm just over it. I'm yeah. like, I shouldn't feel pressured to find someone. I'll find someone when I find someone. Yeah. And that, that'll be nice. I but know. Do you know what I mean? Especially because like we're at that age now, sort of, well, I'm 25 and my mum was 25 when she had me. So it's like when you get to the age of your parents when mm. they had you, you start thinking like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My life you know is flying mean? by. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, it's not what I want right now anyway, which is why I've just like stopped caring about. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think for women it's different, isn't it? Because we do have a body clock. So you kind of know that if you want to have children, you do have to meet somebody by yeah. a certain age if you want that to happen. Yeah. So we are like restricted. So I think, I guess for women, it's more of a thing of like, ah, I better find somebody before my yeah. eggs run out or whatever. Yeah. But at 25, you're nowhere near that, hopefully. Although early menopause does happen. Yeah. Some women do experience that. It's quite common um, and nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, I think we need to kind of take the pressure off ourselves. And if you're going to have babies, you're going to have them. Life shouldn't be about, I want to have babies. I want to be married. I want a house. I want this. Yeah, like just go with the flow. Like yeah. just ride exactly. with it. It's a journey. So. Take the pressure off yourself yeah. and just, yeah, enjoy the ride. Yeah. So um, I asked my Instagram followers what uh, they would like us to talk about today. So I got sent quite a few topics mm -hmm. and I whittled them down to the ones that I felt that uh, were the most relevant. So the first topic says... I am dating multiple people. This is from a man, by the way. 
I'm dating multiple people in my pursuit to find the one, but I'm worried that the woman of my dreams could get put off by the fact that I'm speaking to multiple people. Would you be put off by a man dating, chatting to several people? And would you be wondering if they were sleeping with all of them? And have you ever been in this position? So that actually relates really to what we were saying. Like, I suppose if you're in Cardiff, then you might get put off by somebody yeah. dating multiple people. But in London, yeah. maybe you come to accept that that's the yeah. way it rolls. Yeah, 100%. Are you down with that? Are you I think happy it depends. With- yeah, I think initially, if I just met someone, we go out for dinner or something and we get on, and then I find out they're talking to loads of girls, I, I don't really care because at that point, who knows like it's like you're unsure whether we're gonna like get along in that way but if it's like a few dates down the line if we've slept together or whatever then I would get put off because I'm like well you're spending time with me so maybe try and think about like whether you want to still be sleeping with other girls yeah because after like one date with someone you you can't expect that person to completely cut everyone off that like they might Mm -hmm. be texting or whatever but yeah I feel like once I've slept with someone that's that's when it would bother me. Yeah, I think it's probably important then to have that discussion about exclusivity before you've slept with each other. Yeah, but then that doesn't. It's not necessarily always the way it goes. Yeah, sleeping together is not always planned. You yeah. might have a good date. You end up in bed together, and actually, it's a bit sometimes as a woman you worry like if you said to a guy before I sleep with you, I just want to know that you're not sleeping with anyone else or whatever. Yeah, it might scare them off. They might scare them off. Yeah. But if that's what you prefer if you don't want to think about the fact that if you don't want to sleep with someone who's fucking loads of other people then don't sleep with them until you've told them that this yeah. is, you're not down for this yeah um i don't i mean i think we've probably all been in that position if you're out there on tinder and bumble and whatever other dating apps you're on then the likelihood is that the people that you're dating and talking to are talking to other people yeah. everyone has definitely been in the position it's just whether you know about it yeah do you know what it is Is, uh, this is where I go wrong I just find it so awkward having that conversation it's like well are you talking to other girls because I don't want to it's like uh, you don't want to come across as being like too full on because guys get scared of that they don't like it when girls are like really like so stop talking to girls you're with me now Mm. that would put a guy off and then it's like at the same time you don't want to get put into a situationship because you haven't had that conversation and you end up sleeping with someone who's then like oh well you know I don't know if it would be, be anything more than it is or exactly and that's where I go wrong because yeah. like, we've all been I mean? there yeah, yeah. But I think like as now I'm older like now I think moving forward I can't be asked of any more situationships like I've been in them yeah. for the past few years yeah and if I wanted to be in them would I'd probably still be in my last situation so it's just mm, like yeah. I don't want it anymore but guys do this thing where they're like oh I don't know no one knows what will happen in the future yeah. and all this like, stuff why do we need oh. a label it's not important you know where it is babe <laughs> and that and do you think that then maybe withholding sex or not necessarily withholding it but just absolutely not having sex and getting into the bedroom until you have established this is not going to be an O-label situation. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just like, it's really like, how, how do I explain it? It's like, this is what's happening. We're naturally, we're dating people. We're getting on really well with them, but we're not saying what we really feel because there is this overwhelming thing that men get put off by women who want relationships. So we're pandering to them and then fucking ourselves up in the meantime because we're then ending up, as you say, in a situationship mm-hmm. and then it becomes too late to turn it around and say, actually, I'm not having sex with you anymore until you stop sleeping with everybody else. Yeah. And then you've already had sex with them anyway. And more times they'll probably just be like, oh, okay, then we'll just leave it and be friends. And then like, well, I've just added yeah. to my body count. <laughs> I know. Don't, for no reason. Do <laughs> That's the worst part. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. It's upsetting. <laughs> I, I think it is probably good to date multiple people. I mean, I, I don't even know where all these multiple people are coming from because I 
I, I can't even find one person. <laughs> I was literally about to say this. <laughs> so, so, so actually, this is not even a challenge for me in terms of like, oh, like, you know, there's all these multiple people and there's just not multiple yeah, people. Not even one. <laughs> I don't know how people date multiple people. Like, it I must know. be nice. But yeah, for me, I get, I'm too fussy nice. for it. Mm. Yeah, and when I, that's why when I, I find am, someone, I'm like, cool, like, you, yeah. you're mine now. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. in my head, you're mine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same. I'm so selective. So when I find, find someone I even fancy, I'm like... Get yeah, carried away, you gravitate, yeah, yeah, exactly. carried away, and that's the problem because then we can end up with people just because of the fact that we fancy them. Yeah. Because it's so hard to yeah, meet. I'm like, oh, when yeah. am I going to find someone attractive again? I don't what know. was the thing I sent you like the other week? It was about um because when women have sex with someone, we like so the oxytocin, oh, isn't yeah. it? They get released, and we naturally form an attachment to that person. It doesn't matter if we genuinely like them or we yeah. know anything about them. It's just biology. We crave like <laughs> yeah, it's the biological mm. craving. So I sent it today, and I was like, we can now blame it just on biological <laughs> cravings. It's not because I actually have feelings for you. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just blame it on science. Yeah, but that doesn't even help us because then by that point, it's like, actually, you do have feelings of some sort, which like a lust, but then you you put that onto that person because yeah. I really like you. But actually, as you say, it's just the chemicals in your body that are liking Yeah, yeah. And because men are naturally um, programmed to detra- detach. Yeah. So it's literally the opposite. And I think that's why people it's get ghosted because it's just like, wow. It's really shit. Yeah. Um, it kind of relates actually to one of the other questions. It says, I'm dating a few guys and I like them all. How do I decide on one dude? But obviously the three of us, we don't know because we don't know what it's like to date a few mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it depends what you're looking for and also what they're looking for. Like, for example, if she's looking for a relationship and she chooses the guy that is clearly said, I'm not looking for anything serious, she obviously shouldn't go for that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I wonder if you even have to decide on one dude. Like, I, I think we spoke about this in my last podcast, actually, that we are taught that there is only one way to love and only one way to have relationships. And that is a monogamous relationship, two people, you stay together, you get married and that's the end of it. And actually there is really nothing wrong with this woman who's dating a few guys and likes them all. Yeah. Why do you have to decide on one dude? Mm -hmm. As long as you're being open and honest with the other guys to say, actually, you're not the only person that I'm dating. And if you're cool with that, then I'm going to carry on dating other people. Then it's no one else's business really, is it? Well, exactly. If she's enjoying you don't have to choose one dude. You could continue your life just dating lots of people and getting what you need from each of those people Mm -hmm. yeah because sometimes I've wanted to take all of my ex-boyfriends and chop up little bits of them yeah actually sometimes literally wanted to do that (laughs) but but take little parts of them and create one perfect Perfect man man. yeah 100% so maybe it's maybe you could kind of get that Mm-hmm. by dating lots of different people if they are comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah, I feel I think people always try and put a label on it. It's like that that's technically being polyamorous. So then yeah. you're d- dating multiple people. But I don't think it should be just labeled as one thing. And then it's like, oh, you you want to... And people say like, oh, you want to date multiple people because you, you're selfish and you don't want to choose just one. Mm. It's like, no, why do we have to follow this life plan of like, we like someone, we are seeing each other because we're going on dates and then we have to put a, a label on the relationship and then choose one person. She could happily just carry on like... Yeah, it's like until it gets to a point where it's actually serious and you want to maybe settle down Mm. then fine but I don't think she has to choose no and then I think she'll know right she'll she'll figure out it'll come to the point where it's like actually this one is the Mm -hmm. one that makes me happiest because if she's putting pressure on herself to choose too early she might make the wrong decision and then be like oh well I could have gone with the other guy Mm. probably worked out being better for me anyway 
and I'm stuck with this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I guess the guys will make that decision for her because eventually one or other of them is going to come to the point where they're like, I want to be exclusive with you. And I suppose that would be her deciding point. That might be the time that she goes, okay, well, you want that now, so I'm going to go with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we should be forced into a box just because society yeah. says there is one yeah. way to date and one way to fall in love. Exactly, men do it, so... I feel like this is where we go wrong as well. We have a thing where we're like, women, we need to find one guy. No, but we we should we should test the waters and date multiple people. Yeah. If I could, I would, but I'm just so fussy. (laughs) If I had the options. (laughs) Exactly. But also society tells us that women are slags if we have multiple partners that women aren't supposed to enjoy sex and uh you know well now it's the narrative is starting to change but for so many years society has just said if you are not a one woman man if you haven't been chosen by one man and wifed off then you are inadequate and Mm -hmm. you have no value and so it's crazy isn't it it's really sad it is it's really sad do you guys because i mean obviously some of the pictures that you post are I wouldn't say provocative because they're more sort of fashion you're more yeah. like but you might wear underwear or bikinis yeah. or whatever in, in your pictures sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you ha- have, have you had any experiences of slut shaming um you yeah, sent me a DM the other like day we- actually where somebody said to you oh something like why why you weren't even naked you were just wearing like you just had some cleavage and that guy like oh, commented yeah. saying, I can't remember what they said exactly but yeah I know I sometimes I get comments but most of the time it's like a DM mm-hmm. and it's always off like a fake account or maybe like a little boy with like, do you know what I mean? That like follows like a million people and just like shit like, oh, why why have you got your boobs out? Like, and it's I want to. because I want to. I've made that choice personally. Why is it? Why is it bothering you so much? I know. Mm. If you don't like it, don't click on my profile. Exactly. Does it impact on you though? Do you, does it make you think, does it make you worry about the pictures that you put out there? No, because I think if, if I was to live my life that way, I'm never going to be happy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Thinking, oh, let me not post this because someone might say something or my future husband might be looking at this and thinking I'm not good enough. Like, no. Yeah. I used to think that way when I was younger but like not anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you just have to absolutely own it and realise that anybody who's coming with that kind of mentality yeah. has got a lot to learn and is yeah. very ignorant. And, and, and it doesn't mean anything, like just because I post a picture in a bikini or like... It's normally it something, mean they've got something wrong with their life yeah. that they're just taking out on you. Like Kim Kardashian's married with kids and she posts nudes all day long, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So she gets someone out there so for much everyone. hate for it though, you know? <laughs> yeah, pe- she pe- does people that becomes the overriding thing about her yeah and uh and and people always bring the fact that she's a mother into it you know whenever she posts a a sexy picture it's always what would you you know how do you think your kids feel about this and but if that was my mom i'd be like yes work it yeah i mean doesn't mean you have to like curl up in a ball and die because you've had a kid yeah exactly Mm -hmm. absolutely um but it just comes back to the whole way that society views women and we're supposed to be pure and we're supposed to be virginal we're not supposed to show anything only to our husbands we are sexual beings guys yeah well exactly (laughs) exactly men don't like us to open up about that because then it means that we're less under their control yeah exactly um right so the next topic this is a good one i like this one so I hope you guys have been thinking about this because I've got no fucking idea to the answer to this one. <laughs> I know which one this is. <laughs> so this, this girl has asked, any tips for a 25-year-old trying to write a Tinder <laughs> bio for the first time 
ever. I need some tips myself. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Not that I use Tinder or anything Yeah, I don't anymore. use it. But I've made it, obviously, out of curiosity. I think, yeah, I had it like once My bio was ago. blank. Was it? Because I just see this is, did, this is no the issue. And from when I had it, like, I don't think, I just swiped whatever way it is to not yeah. like someone. That's what I was doing. <laughs> and then I had to leave the app because I was like, there's no one for me. Yeah. Um, I can tell her what not to put. Mm. She wants that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good enough. Cringe sayings. Just any sort of, like, cliche. Yeah. Or the when they, you know, when they try and be funny. I yeah. don't like, I don't it's the like worst. it. Yeah. Do, do you read? So, because I've used, I've used plenty of fish. I've used Tinder. I've used Bumble. I think that's all I've used. I think I went on another one called Zeusk for like literally eight minutes and then felt I was going to get murdered just by <laughs> having my picture on there. It was so fucking, the people on there looked like they worked in really? some kind what of... Was, what was the concept of the app? It was really similar to the rest. You just put your pictures up and write a little bio and then, <clears throat> but then anyone can message you. So it's not like on Tinder where you have oh. to match them. I think that that's what was going on a bit like Plenty of Fish. And I mean, the pictures were genuinely terrifying. Like they, they all looked like they were in Broadmoor. And <laughs> I I was just, I, I actually felt really vulnerable. Yeah. And I think I do feel a bit vulnerable when I'm on dating apps because I feel like my face is out there. Yeah. And, People can screenshot your pictures and mm-hmm. I don't know, they, anyone can see you. And I don't know. So I'm, I'm really like, I, I don't like dating apps personally, yeah, but same. I think that they are like the way that the world is going now. I don't yeah. know if people are even really meeting that much organically anymore, I think. Yeah, because I always say yeah. like, where where do I even go Yeah, to meet someone? To meet people. But then online dating doesn't work for me either because if you lined up all my exes, if they if I saw them on Tinder, I would swipe left for every single one of them. Yeah. But it's do you know what I mean? Because mm. I can't tell just by from a picture looking at someone. Yeah. Which is why the bio, I suppose, yeah. is important because then that gives you an idea of whether you yeah. are on the same wavelength. Yeah. But you guys are kind of out quite a lot at industry parties and things like that. Yeah. Are you are they not hot guys there? Yeah, there is sometimes. There is, but, but it's always but... like the case you know someone who knows them yeah. or they've dated someone you yeah, know exactly. or just generally don't want to because it's such like a small social circle yeah. really and right. it's like everyone there's this whole like I don't know taboo around like dating people in the industry yeah. and all this stuff because obviously people talk and if you were to get with someone in the industry everyone will find out somehow yeah. so I don't know yeah it's not for me I I basically I think Instagram's quite a good dating app because when you yeah. click on someone's profile you can see who the mutual friends are yeah, yeah. you can always be like oh who's I know this it's person? so good they've done that now <laughs> yeah I think I think Insta's really good for that because mm-hmm. also and that's why if I ever match somebody on an online dating app and they tell me they haven't got Insta which majority of them do tell you they haven't got Insta to word me that's flag. a red flag because what like most people do have some form of social media yeah, yeah. if you're telling me you have it then you probably got somebody yeah. on your social media who you don't even if it's like a private account with 10 followers everyone has some form of yeah i agree instagram page um so so yeah i do i do think it's really good because as well it gives you a sense of a bit of like who they are because yeah. i've shared instagram with somebody or people before that i've met on an online dating app and then i've looked at their insta and i've thought oh like no <laughs> i'm not feeling this like yeah. even just the way they take their pictures yeah. like they look a bit rubbish yeah. they're like their little hostel in the background not i'm <laughs> judging people who live in hostels at all like yeah you know but yeah you know, just if they haven't even changed their sheets and it's all just yeah, like a bit, yeah. uh, it can be a bit off-putting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what do you think is good? What do you want to see in a Tinder bio? Um, it's a hard one. Yeah, it is. One thing I would say, though, is like not too long because on Tinder I've seen guys' bios. It's either a novel yeah, <laughs> or like a cringy quote and both yeah. times I'm just like, oh, come on. 
And if it if it's like a super long thing, I'm never going to read it all. Mm. I tell you, know what I mean, I, see, I read them only if, like, if I've matched with someone and then we start talking, then I'll go back and I'll read the bio. Yeah, yeah. but I never really would so read I was about it. To say, it's always by, like, especially with something like Tinder. I think it's just based on the photo. Like most of the time, I'm not yeah. going to look at. Or if I'm unsure about them from their photo, then I'll look at the bio. Yeah. But not even that I'm on Tinder, but if I was, I would just yeah. look at the photo, to be honest, the which is quite can, shallow. But, you know. it, but the bio can be very helpful, especially I've seen a few that are like, you know, they're, they're written in kind of text speak, like want to meet nice lady to, <laughs> to marry, like only like ladies who take good care of themselves. You know, you should oh, know. fuck off, you yeah. twat. Exactly. Um, so, so if she's trying to write a Tinder bio, I think that probably my best advice would just to be, yeah, like you said, short, sweet. Yeah, to the point. Try to convey something about yourself without being cliched. My advice to single yeah. mothers is never put that you have a child in your bio. Yeah. Because of there were horrible people online who will search out single mothers. And uh, but don't hide the fact that you have a child once you get speaking mm-hmm. to somebody, don't put single mum, you know, because that can attract the wrong type of attention. Um and I don't know because I always leave it blank as well because yeah. I, the, the times that I've set up a dating site, a dating profile, and I've sat there thinking, well, what can I put? I've just thought I just feel too cringe. I know, yeah. I'm the same. Just just I'm going to be here all day. Yeah. yeah. Just put a few emojis in it. Just put a full stop so it lets me proceed to the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Just like here, here for a, a good time, not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, we can't help with this. I think just whack yeah, a few emojis short, in sweet. it. Which emojis though? I put the, the ginger girl, some alcohol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't put too much about yourself as well like keep a food. mystery maybe like a chicken wing do you <laughs> know what I mean that just represents you that's me yeah. done I like chicken and alcohol yeah well that's what yeah <laughs> just write that yeah, I like chicken and alcohol yeah. I reckon you get quite a good response from that yeah because yeah. men sure. would be yeah, like it's actually not that yeah. bad actually and it's like a little bit funny yeah and it gives them something to respond to as well I yeah. think when somebody's got it makes it easier to, to send an initial message if somebody's got something interesting in their bio yeah, instead then, of just being like hey you okay yeah or hey you're, you look hot in your pictures then yeah. they can say oh hey you like chicken me too like, yeah. Yeah. Also, like it's a good conversation it knocks starter. out all the vegans from the conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you date a vegan if they were like one of them ones that don't go, go on about it then yeah like but also like half, half, yeah I mean I would I wouldn't preaching about yeah I wouldn't rule out a guy because of like no, his, his dietary requirements yeah. <laughs> no neither would I and I actually think it's, it's, it's great to be vegan like there's some yeah. real I, I wish I could do it but I just I will openly admit I just don't have the willpower and I don't think I ever will I think it takes I a just lot of I, yeah and I think it will also have to um, put in so much more effort in yeah. thinking about what you're going to eat and how yeah. you're going to cook it must take up a lot of time it's a lot the next question says I want to wear sexy lingerie for my man but I've never done it before I'm not very body confident how do I reveal my outfit without being cheesy I actually think that's a good question because yeah. because you don't want to just open the door and be like Ta-da! Yeah. I've heard a lot of girls like say this as well like friends and stuff like how do you do it yeah a big reveal this is this is something that I'd want to do but I'm just like too embarrassing yeah like I've always pictured in my head like doing like sexy lingerie and go, nah it's never happened it's, yeah. I've never had the opportunity I, I think I've done it maybe like twice and the first time was in like a long-term relationship so I literally just did not care so I was literally just like hey. what, what do you do then just walk in the room or 
Because I think probably a good way to do it would be to time it so that he's coming home and you're just yeah, that's what it was. So I was, I was in the bedroom, yeah, and then he came in, and I was just sort of like laying there. And then the other time is I just opened the door that way. Ah, uh, that's a good way. Yeah. yeah, I think it's probably b- t- takes away the embarrassment of it if you're yeah. not like doing it like surprise <laughs> yeah like, like, to, hey. to go to, like bathroom i'll be back wait here yeah <laughs> you come out hey yeah, that would make it a bit cringe and maybe have a glass of wine out. before as yeah. well relax oh yeah a few glasses of yeah, wine for and me. a bottle yeah, <laughs> <Two>. yeah. <laughs> shots <laughs> the, the problem with me is that i'm the type that would like go off to the bathroom to do it and then end up getting all sweaty and stressed out yeah in the bathroom. like bothered. i can't do this up properly yeah. and like uh, yeah, yeah, same. Or I'd fall over or something. And yeah. Or, or <laughs> if I was like going to surprise the guy, I'd do it, and probably something bad had really happened during the day, so they're in a bad mood, and then just like, oh, can you leave me alone? Yeah. <laughs> and then they stood there in my underwear, like, yeah. right, safe. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. I think it's really That's literally something that would happen to you. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now. I think it's really important, like you say, to time it correctly. Like, don't yeah. do it on a day when he's really stressed out, yeah. or like, you the know, most important thing, timing. Yeah, time it right, but also do it with somebody who you do feel comfortable with yeah. and who's going to make you feel good and so that if there are any of those awkward falling over or you've put your suspenders on backwards or whatever then he's going to laugh yeah with you can you just laugh it and off. not at you yeah um, definitely not with someone that could potentially ghost you afterwards because then you're just going to blame yourself absolutely like, yeah. was it was it the lingerie yeah, yeah. literally absolutely oh, doing too much. So and I think the thing about body confidence is that if you are in a relationship with somebody you have to believe that they think you're incredibly sexy even yeah. if you don't and the things that you might be self-conscious of like they probably belly don't or see. cellulite or any of those things they yeah they either yeah. don't see it or they see it and think it's sexy as fuck yeah they just don't care so so reserve that kind of energy that lingerie you yeah. know if, if it's something that makes you feel if you just love lingerie then fucking get it out for anyone but if it is something you feel a bit like weird about make sure you don't feel that you have to do that with everyone mm-hmm. do yeah. it with people who are going to make you feel good yeah yeah and obviously she's in a relationship with this person isn't she yeah well yeah, she says so, for my man so yeah, hopefully so they are in a relationship right then. yeah so yeah that would make it easier because like you said obviously if they're together yeah he obviously thinks she's attractive yeah. or whatever so so what was our advice then get drunk surprise him Timing. 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 And not when they're in a bad mood. And I think lighting as well is something to think about because I think, you know, big, bright, white lights. Spotlights. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A few candles and whatever are going to make you feel a lot better about how you look, you know, or soft lighting or whatever than a big stark. Yeah. Not like a ring light. (laughs) (laughs) Makeup ring. Yeah, exactly. Every pore. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Or just turn the lights off completely. Lighting and time. Imagine me in some other Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, good. I think we, we answered that one. Uh, right, next question. My partner told me that he'd been tested, but he lied and he ended up giving me chlamydia. How do I deal with this? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this, like, I think I feel like this happened to one of my friends once, but they weren't official yet. They were seeing each other and then he gave her the clap. Um, the clap. <laughs> a round of applause. <laughs> that, yeah. That's um, saying the clap. It oh, kills me. I, I, that's just. What rude. did she do? Was that. He had to tell her. He had to be like, by the way. Like, he basically found out that he had it. And he was like, by the way, I've got it. Maybe you should go get tested. So she did. And she had it. Mm. Um, yeah. 
See, <laughs> see, he's he's good. You know, yeah, like, I oh, would you know, way prefer that. That's fine. He hasn't done anything wrong. But he's, yeah, he lied. This guy, this he? guy, yeah. and I think that's where the issue is. I think if someone gives you chlamydia and they didn't, and they hadn't been tested and they said you actually haven't been tested for ages or have yeah. had sex since because it's easy to deal with do you know what i mean if you want mm-hmm. antibiotics absolutely it's gone. exactly so i think if that's being not real, really the issue yeah the issue here is that yeah. he's lied and he said i've been tested when quite clearly he hadn't yeah so so actually that brings a new dynamic to this because you can get over being given chlamydia as you say if somebody hasn't lied to you about it but uh, but now, how how can you trust him going forward? Yeah, it's actually a rude lie as well because we were talking about this the other week, Taylor. And if a, if you are gonna have sex with a guy and he doesn't bring condoms, it really is a turn off for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, you, you don't respect me. Like you yeah. don't respect yourself as well. I know because the first time I sleep with someone, I think if they're not, you know what I mean? If they haven't got like the condom on deck, I just think because they you, must do it with bare you girls. Probably do yeah. this, do this with everyone. Yeah. I think men are a lot more willing to have unsafe sex than women are. And in my experience, most men that I've slept with have been very willing to do it unprotected yeah they're they're absolutely willing and then you might say every to them, guy literally every guy yeah and actually you might say to them mm, like i don't think you need a condom no babe you're clean i know you're clean like it's like well you can't tell whether somebody's clean by looking at them yeah or even by what their sexual history is somebody could have had sex with one person and have every infection yeah. under the sun um but yeah i think it's really common for for men to just go in and, and hope for the best it's, it's, it's crazy isn't it I can't do it it gives me so much anxiety yes, to I know like I've heard so many stories from like I can't even say where from but. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful but, um, yeah so there's this couple that I know like personally and um, he is very he's a cheer mm. basically he's a fuck boy <laughs> yeah he's a, such a fuck boy and there's been times where you know like he's like slept with a girl or whatever this girl has came back to him like oh I've got I've got chlamydia or whatever so he's um like crushed chlamydia pills mixed it up with yeah, like his girlfriend's well. like oh drink or like whatever Is that true I've heard yeah. of someone doing it's that true story well. yeah so what instead of telling their partners that they've got something they just put the secretly medicate her yeah, yeah. but then but what? But then, but you'd have to have a period when neither of you are having sex with each other for a week or so, so that you're not just reinfecting each other yeah. while you're taking the medication. So how does that work out? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the guy has to pretend to not be in the mood or something. I feel like I need to get him on this podcast. We could try. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out. Yeah, <laughs> we've heard about you. That's <laughs> really dodgy. Yeah, that is. That's it's crazy. actually abusive. Actually, yeah, yeah, no, it is abusive. No respect there. Yeah. There's no respect, and also no. you're you're putting you're not a doctor. You can't just you don't know those pills are not necessarily going to be right for everyone, depending on. I don't know, I'm not a doctor either, but blood yeah, like pressure or whatever. You can't, like yeah. That, yeah. you can't just, I couldn't, if I had chlamydia and had a spare tablet, I couldn't just say to you, oh, I've got chlamydia, I have that. <laughs> you can't, it doesn't work like yeah. that. That's really Do you know worrying. What? Um, I just am baffled by the amount of people that don't take STIs seriously. I like know. for me, it's a big thing. Yes. Yeah, and there's so many people, even friends or like just people I know, and, and they just never use condoms. I'm I like, know, I'm are like, you not petrified? Like, fair enough, chlamydia and all that, you can get rid of it. Yeah. HIV, don't. Like, that's mm, like my I'm biggest insane. fear in life. And I'm like, you you could have sex. Fair enough, you've been tested. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people do this as well. If they've just been tested like a month later 
and they just carry on that like I got, I got tested recently yeah, yeah but you've slept with five people since then so it just eradicates everything <laughs> of you being tested you, you, all it takes is sleeping with one person yeah and then you fuck and and heterosexual women are the largest growing group of um people that are are, are catching hiv now really? i think people I'm always surprised, felt but, but it, not <laughs> well i think people always sort of associated it with gay men and yeah. the reason that gay men is more prevalent in that community is um, for a number of reasons a lot to do with less condom use because as we've already discussed men can be a bit reckless yeah. uh, around that but also that's associated with the fact that they don't have to worry about pregnancy so they're less okay. likely to use condoms yeah. but also the reason that it's a higher prevalence in that group is because it's easier to catch HIV through anal sex because okay. the anus is likely to the skin is more delicate and it can yeah. tear and so there's the mixture of the blood and the mm-hmm. semen and so that's why we're more likely to catch it through anal. Oh, such a scary and so thought. I do wonder if if the fact that people are women are now engaging more in anal sex is then contributing to women being the becoming more likely to catch HIV. Yeah, possibly. But I also think that so many guys nowadays, are like gay and secret. Mm. Lots of men are having sex with men. Like some women, like in long term relationships, and their partners cheating on them with men. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So that could be another reason. That is so true. Every gay man I'm friends with tells me how many straight Straight men in relationships they've had sex with, and real laddish alpha male types as well that you would never even expect. And they're probably the ones like, oh. I hate gays, gays yeah. dirty, all this crap. It's Absolutely. Like, yeah. them are the, they're the ones you have to watch out for. Because it's agree. like, if you stress enough how much gayness is wrong and all this, then... Oh, yeah. It's obviously I, on your brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's your on brain. your brain a bit more <laughs> I than totally it should agree. be. I think that if men are like really homophobic, I definitely think that that is some kind of internalised self-hatred around, around yeah. that. And that's really sad, isn't it? It's really sad that actually it's perfectly okay as a man yeah. or a woman to fancy and want to fuck whoever the fuck you want to. Yeah. But society has said, no, yeah. that's not okay. So then if they're having those thoughts, they start to hate themselves for yeah. it and then hate other people and it comes with this And they anger. probably have like friends that, uh, you know anti-gay and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they just probably just don't want to yeah. deal with their peers having a reaction to it'd them be so being good openly if, gay yeah it'd be so good if everyone could just have sex with who they wanted to without anybody else I know poking their noses into it with condoms with <laughs> condoms with condoms exactly exactly I mean yeah. I think back to this question you know he lied and ended up giving her chlamydia I, I think that you know how, how you deal with that is having a really long hard look at why you think you might have done that and whether because it can be shameful to talk about sexually transmitted infections and testing and things like mm-hmm. that but if you're in a relationship with somebody it shouldn't be shameful it should yeah. be a really easy conversation to have and yeah. uh, and I definitely think that the issue is is more that you lie, lie. Yeah. like that lie I would find I would find that, that quite yeah. hard to that's not to move yeah he's like, put her at risk yeah as a result of that lie i'd find it quite hard to move past that mm, i think i would as well but it depends if everything else is incredibly perfect yeah. and then he comes to you completely remorsefully like i'm so sorry i didn't think i had anything because chlamydia often comes with no symptoms whatsoever yeah so that's why chlamydia can be so dangerous because you're not I mean, some of the symptoms you might get would be um, burning when you wee or pain when having sex or a funny discharge or discomfort in your pelvic region, a bit like period pains, but 
probably more intense. But but very often I think about 75% people don't get any symptoms at all. So they just yeah. think, oh, I'm, I'm fine, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. But unless you have been tested two weeks yeah, after your last know. sexual experience, you're not going to know. So yeah. I think the rule going forward for everybody has to be that if you are going to start having unprotected sex with people, yeah. you have to make sure that you've had the conversation and that, that you've both been tested. You need receipts as well. I need the receipt. Like yeah. I need to see the NHS test. Having unprotected sex with someone, I can't even deal with like the anxiety. It's like, oh, no, I have to go to the clinic. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like for two weeks, I'm just anxious. Exactly. But then you wouldn't have that if you went together. And that's yeah. really the best way to do it is to yeah. be in such a strong relationship with the people that you have sex with that you can go off and and do it together and you know you can have safe unprotected sex but you know if you're just having casual sex it has to be condoms all the way yeah Yeah. definitely because like you say it makes the sex a bit more shit if you're thinking oh fuck yeah it does what am I going to catch it (laughs) anxious throughout the whole thing yeah exactly right so next question is from a girl who's speaking to a guy in prison and she's just asking is it worth it so I'm assuming that she has not been speaking to him and then he's gone off to prison she's met him whilst he's in prison (laughs) right (laughs) right then this seems to happen quite i get quite a lot of dms about this you know women who've been introduced to somebody like by a friend or whatever and they start writing to them yeah like i was friends with a girl a few years ago and um like she knows like lots of like guys in the hood and stuff and they've all got friends in jail and like oh you know my boy's in jail he just wants to have some phone calls with a girl or whatever like she want to give us give should i give him your number so she was like yeah like okay whatever and and they would literally just like talk and vote it was never anything they didn't even meet up when he got out or anything so if it's like if i mean if that's what you want to do entertain prisoners that's that's what you want to do then it's fine but i mean it's do not get too caught up in it and think, yeah. oh, when he comes out, he's going to be a changed man and just don't be naive. Exactly. Situation. He's got time. Like yeah. in prison, they have time. So they're yeah. obviously willing to like open up and, and they have sell all these dreams. Yeah. And then obviously <laughs> yeah. when they get out of they prison, they're, they're not, they haven't got the yeah. time anymore. So. so it's just don't, don't buy the dreams that he's selling probably yeah and but because they need you when they're you you're like yeah. you know they put, the thing is quite often they're speaking to multiple women still when when they're in prison it's look like <laughs> yeah. but at least you know where they are um and that they're not hopefully doing oh, stuff sad, with any it? other women but like yeah like you say they need you and so they are going to be selling you dreams they yeah. are going to be much more dedicated to talking yeah. to you all the time you are entertainment yeah. for them you like, are oh, like when, we get, when i get out babe you know it's going to be different like all this yeah, it's going to be different because they're going to go back to their baby <laughs> mum and you're going to be left thinking, what, what happened? What did I do wrong? Um, I mean, I just think, you know, there are so many factors to this. Like, speaking to a guy who's in prison, what is he in prison for? Why? I mean, first of all, this is like a <laughs> yeah. bit of a, it's like the most important thing. It's yeah, a red flag, isn't it? Thing. Like, this is not the greatest start to a relationship. I'm not saying that people in prison are bad or that they can't be amazing partners. Like, but maybe wait till they're out and they've done their time. Um, but yeah, what is he in prison for? If it's a violent crime of any nature, he could probably bring you a lot of trouble and drama. Yeah. Is prison life his lifestyle? Is he on the roads? What kind yeah. of shit is he going to bring to the door when he comes out? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also he could tell you, oh, I'm in for robbery, babe, because I used to work in prisons and I used to be so shocked when I was 
because I got to see their files. Uh, so I knew what they were in for. Yeah. And I'd speak to these guys who'd be like, yeah, babe, man's done bank robberies. And, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and then I'd look at their file and actually they'd raped a child. And I'd be like, <gasps> oh my God. I would never have known. Like, yeah, not that you can, you know, they don't all look like Jimmy Savile. Just, you know, you can't yeah. spot a fucking child rapist. Yeah. So, so yeah, are they telling the truth? People in prison can be really shitty people, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I just think, is it worth it? It depends what you want from your life. You yeah, know? exactly. They're in prison. They, they broke the law. Like, you know what I mean? They're yeah. in prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And is that going to be the stability that you need? Like I say, you can't write off everybody who's been to prison, but coming out of prison is then a process. Like the job that I used to do when I was working in prisons, it was resettlement. So, because it's in, so much more likely that somebody's going to reoffend if they come out and they haven't got housing and a job and benefits set up and all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so it was about creating like a life for them to come out to that made it less likely that that they would offend and actually a woman was quite a good part of that having a stable and safe yeah. relationship but but like I say I would be more recommending that with somebody who they were already maybe in with a relationship before. Yeah. Before, not not just been put in contact with while they're in prison because really, they're bored yeah. and they want a few phone calls yeah. with a female exactly <laughs> she's got a pen, pen pal like she, she <laughs> yeah. has a pen pal that's it yeah. yeah I think a lot of women do find that they could speak to a guy for a good couple of years and then he comes out and it's not the same yeah yeah he doesn't want you anymore. I feel like it's it's not worth it. I don't think it's worth it. There's no. plenty of men out here. So why do you want your life? Yeah. Why do you want one of the thirty thousand yeah. that are locked up, waiting like, around for one guy that may yeah. may or may not deliver on what he's yeah. whatever he's saying to you? And and then you're ultimately almost like putting yourself in prison because. You, you are then sacrificing yourself being able to have a physical relationship or an intimate relationship or anything because your man is locked up. Yeah. So, so you're putting all this energy into somebody who can't actually have anything with anyway f- until he's out. So yeah, I just think it's a bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. I do as well. Very yeah. bad. I wouldn't do it personally. No. Right, next question says, why do so many people ghost? Mm, my favourite one. <laughs> and how do you not take it personally when it happens? I'm ready for this. Why do you think so many people ghost? Because it is really common these days, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like kind of similar to what I was saying earlier. It's like when women have sex with a guy or we don't have the conversation before having sex. Um, I think men always have a different motive to us. So yeah. when we have sex, we then want more sex because we're like, oh, you're like mine yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> We've had sex, cool. Regular dick, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we have all these fantasies in our yeah. head and the oxytocin kicks in and all yeah. this. Um, so yeah, we want to see them more. So then obviously we'd be like, oh, what are you doing? Or Whereas before it's probably like the guy was chasing mm. you because they wanted to have sex with you and that now they've achieved probably their goal. Yeah, They're kind of like, oh, okay, we'll just see what happens now. And you're there if I need you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's why I, I don't know if we're having sex too soon because I don't believe there's a time limit on when you should have sex with someone but I think it's we're not having conversation open conversations with men before because of the stigma around oh we don't want to be looked at as a, a psycho or like we don't want to scare the guy off by having these serious conversations yeah um and then yeah they just ghost because they're like oh rah you've caught feelings and yeah. I, I didn't that's not what I wanted so yeah so it's you, hard to not take it personal sleeping w- w- with somebody is one of the situations which is generating ghosting quite a lot now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a male to ghosting a female. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Why do you think people ghost? I feel like same as like what Ellie said, really. Because mm. it's like most of the time a guy's goal is 
can I sleep with this person? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mo- you would know otherwise as well because yeah. they'll be taking you out. Like you would know it was yeah. going to be serious, but yeah. we kind of you can just, sort of tell. I feel like we yeah. flirt with the like the unsureness of it all. It's like oh, it, it could be something. Like it could yeah. be the fairy tale. Mm. No, we will know yeah, if it's going to be. <laughs> like I've got such a bad habit. Like I don't even know why I do it. I was thinking about this the other day. So right now I'm not looking for a relationship. So the next guy I start texting, I don't care if he's like perfect. It's just not what I'm after right Mm. now but even when I don't want a relationship if the guy doesn't want a relationship with me either I'm like yeah I'm I'm like but why wouldn't you want to make me a girlfriend but if they were like do you want to be my girlfriend I'd be like no I'm not really ready for this do you know what I mean yeah Mm. I think um I've just got a bad habit of like wanting them yeah because they don't want you yeah that's the Mm. thing that's with me because like in life I think there's things we can control like career if you work hard enough you'll yeah. eventually get to where you need to be um money blah blah relationships on other people's feelings you can't control that and for yeah. me like I'm a very not I'm a control freak so like, <laughs> and I'm like a perfectionist so for me rejection is the worst thing like it's my biggest fear in life so if, if I even get like a hint of rejection such as ghosting or whatever yeah. it does like weigh heavy on my like self-esteem oh, yeah, yeah. But then, and then, uh, then a few days later, I'll be over it because, like, I just have to process it. Like, I have yeah, a few days where yeah, I'm literally just like, moment. and I'm texting Tay like, "Oh my god, what is my life?" And then a few days later, I'm like, "Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah, happened." Right. And that that's the best attitude to have, really. You know, yeah. she, she's asked, "How do you not take it personally when it happens?" And I think one of the things to remember is it just happens so much these days. Yeah. Everyone uh, goes through it, men and women. And so. it's not even just after sex because actually, with that one, you can almost make sense of that. If 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 you don't if you don't personalize that that actually that would if if he'd have fucked Jennifer Lopez he would have done the same thing it was the chase he you know it was the yeah. thrill of the chase for him yeah. he got what he wanted and then he left it doesn't mean that your sex was shit it doesn't mean that there was anything wrong with you the intention was just to fuck yeah. and go and and he wouldn't have been able to fuck if he'd have told you that so he had yeah. to create this circumstance that led you to believe that this was going to lead to a relationship and that's one of the ways how people goes but I think these days it it happens it could be so anything it's really, like mid conversation yeah. sometimes you've met on a dating app <laughs> literally <laughs> like you're waiting yeah. for the text back and you're on blue text and then it never really comes back. could be anything there isn't like we can't really sit here and say this is the reason why yeah. there's just so many like I've I've ghosted people before mm. like say I might be like texting someone or whatever and then I've I've met a guy who I like way more. way more yeah and then I'll just stop replying to that guy because I think, well, yeah. we wouldn't, we're not serious enough for me to give you an explanation as to, oh, listen, I'm going to stop replying now because I've met someone I'm really into. Yeah. Even though maybe, I don't know, maybe I should. No, do, because should most, I? I it's know. like, do you actually want to know though? Like, do you want to know like ev- the reason for every single guy ghosting you? Because it could be something that you were not even aware of yourself. Like, yeah. it could be like, oh, I didn't like the way like you walked or I didn't like the way you, you said, said this and yeah. your mannerisms and then you're going to be thinking oh I can't do that next time or I'm going to have to change yeah. who I am to please someone else because that happened before yeah. yeah but then you've got to remember that just because he didn't like how you walked doesn't mean that 20 other yeah. people aren't going to be yeah. really turned on by how you walk exactly like but yeah I mean I think it's, it's a difficult one I spoke about this on the Cherry Healy show which is that w- would you when, when it's not um, like deep, you're deep into something, when you're in those initial early texting conversations or like maybe first or second date kind of stage, would you prefer somebody to actually g- give you that feedback? Say, you know what, I'm stepping out of this now because X, Y, and Z, 
I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. Would you prefer the feedback or would you prefer them just to, to ghost? I think it, dep- it depends. It depends. If it's, if, if the feedback is because of their personal reason, yeah, yeah fine. Like I'd, I'd want to know that. Like, oh, if I'm, if they were like, oh, I'm just in a bad place right now yeah. or like I found someone else, that's fine. If it's something to do yeah. with me, no, I'd, I don't want to know because I don't like, I take stuff like that on board. Yeah. So I would probably change that about myself. And I'm like, I don't want to have to change me because like when you're yourself, you're unique and yeah. people, some, there's going to be someone that will like, like you for you, Absolutely. which I think is something that we try and suppress to appease other, like to, to please other people mm-hmm. really. Um, and we just need to learn that not everyone is the one. And this is what I'm trying to like process at the yeah. moment. It's like we meet a guy, we like have a connection, which is for us a lot is hard to find because yeah. we're quite fussy. Yeah. And then we're like, cool, that's... And then you your, create all these yeah, scenarios. Yeah, and, and then we yeah. ruminate. Like we think about how we're going to get married and all this yeah. stuff. Like, How um, did your surname sound? Yeah, like, you know? exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, no. And then they end up ghosting you. And it's because in their, their head, it's probably just a bit of fun. Mm. And that's fine. And it's not a bad thing. Yeah, But yeah, I don't know. I think, I think ghosting culture is so rife now because we've got so many different options at the swipe of our fingertips. So people are less likely to invest time into speaking to one person because they know that tonight they can generate a conversation with 20 other people. Yeah. So I think that definitely we're in a ghosting culture because there's just so many options. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it's right for people. I've ghosted people before as well where I've just thought like, oh, I can't, like, I know he likes me or whatever, but I just, yeah. like, this conversation's stressing me out. Yeah. I just like, I hope that we can just fizzle this and you can forget. <laughs> (laughs) about me and it's all like over but um but actually there has been other situations where I you know that thing that happens when it's a guy you've maybe been on a date with and then you start to dread his text coming through because you don't really want to reply and you know that you're not interested but you don't really want to hurt his feelings so it starts to become like oh your phone goes and you get excited thinking it's someone else and then you get annoyed like fuck (laughs) you like (laughs) it makes you hate them yeah you start to think fuck (laughs) off like when are you going to get the message but the problem is that people don't get the message until you actually give them the message and I think it's the right thing to do to say actually I'm not feeling this we had a great day it was fantastic but I think we should do unto others as we want done to ourselves I suppose and so I think we all should start coming you know a bit more correctly with this and not ghosting people and being real with them setting the bar and allowing people to it could change a lot yeah yeah. because ghosting you know it's hard not to take it personally it's hard not to question why that person didn't want you and what did you do wrong and you know did I say something I've done that before where where you know they've they've ghosted and then I've gone back and sat for hours looking at all of our old where did it go wrong in the conversation what did I say was it that last insta picture that I posted did my left (laughs) ear look massive and that is that what's put him off yeah I agree and it's just like it and if you had if you went out on dates with them or even if, if you slept with them you're thinking oh like, did I do it too soon? Shouldn't yeah. I have done that? Yeah, that's Is it the something worst. to do with me? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I know I'm a great person. Like, I have a great personality. Mm-hmm. And if someone goes to me, I'm like, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Safe, it's, safe it's literally for that. the worst thing in the world, thinking like, oh, did yeah. I sleep with them too soon? It yeah. must have been that. Like, that to me is just... Yeah. And I, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, there shouldn't be rules on how you soon you sleep with somebody. Yeah. You, but you, we can't help thinking yeah and then it maybe it's, it's more likely that if you do sleep with them too soon before you've actually established something between the two of you then they are it is more likely to happen and yeah. then you are yeah. going to be left with that shitty feeling of thinking fuck like okay. did i do it too soon was it shit like 
is there something wrong with my body? You know, yeah. leave you feeling really vulnerable and shitty. Mm-hmm. But I think the best way to not take it personally is to know that it happens to all of us. It happens yeah. to the hottest, most amazing people in the world. And it's really nothing Everyone, to do with you. Literally. It's just you and that person weren't a match. It wasn't meant to be. And actually a ghoster is a good thing because they're, it's the bad one filtering themselves out. Yeah. yeah. That's, it wasn't meant to be. Move on. Right. So the last question is it's a bit of a long one (laughs) so me and my partner have been together for three years and we have a 19 month old child apart from little arguments we have a good relationship he was honest with me from the start about his fuckboy ways I think prior to them getting together and honestly apart from him being a lazy bastard I have never seen an ounce of fuckboy in him however the past few weeks I have been noticing that he has been on Facebook more and on FB Messenger more and more even though he always says that he hates Facebook when my phone was playing up a few weeks ago I asked him to message my best friend on Facebook Messenger to let her know and his response was okay one minute I have to download the app again I asked him why he deleted it and he said that he doesn't use it that much You know, when your gut kicks in and I thought, girl, question this, but I didn't because I trust him. But my anxiety kicked in and I started to watch his Facebook activity. He would be on it late at night while I was in bed and then first thing in the morning. I checked his phone one night after I fell asleep and he had deleted the app. But the next morning he was online on his way to work. I trust him 100% and I don't trust anyone. We live away from all of our family and friends and we are together every night. Could he be emotionally cheating on me or am I just being a paranoid dickhead? You ain't, I don't think she's being a paranoid no, she's dickhead. Being paranoid. <laughs> He's definitely emotionally cheating. And you know what strikes me is Facebook is very... Um, like his family and friends and yeah. so whoever he's emotionally cheating on you with you probably has got mutual friends do you know mm. what I mean it's like a close so it's yeah. not like it's Instagram and it could be anyone in the world yeah. Facebook you actually have to be friends with the person do you though I think you can can't oh, can you? you I don't know I, I never search search Facebook. 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 Yeah. I think you can like change like your setting and stuff so yeah, I think but who goes like on the search for girls on Facebook really like it's, it's, it's an effort that's a graft yeah I wonder, but if you, maybe you could like have a male friend who's got a female friend and then she mm. likes a picture that you're in or you, I suppose you could. Yeah, maybe. Depends so how active you are. On see, yeah, I, I'm a bit rubbish. On, I don't use Facebook. I haven't used it so, for ages. It could, it could be someone he knows, like an, one of his exes or something. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's true. And also who's got the data to be downloading them apps every day. It's doing it <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, that's dodgy. Yeah, I mean, it's really, I, find, I find this one really sad because they've been together a while, they've got a child together, and she's really happy with him. Yeah. Apart from him being a lazy bastard, she trusts him yeah. and they have a good time together. They're together so every the, night. Yeah. And so I feel, um, yeah, I feel a bit sad having to kind yeah. of say, like, actually, you're not being a paranoid dickhead. This yeah. behavior is a lot, there's a lot of red flags mm-hmm. here. Because I can't, why would somebody download and then re-download? Yeah. And Is it so that she can't check his phone? Yeah. Right. Do you think? Well, so it, for, maybe, on the off chance that or, she checks yeah, his phone. Or the messages could come up on the lock screen. And yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. So he's that he's deleting it, but then he's active in the morning as soon as he's gone to work. And then he's active when she's When she's sleeping, asleep. that's awful. So, so I, I, I mean, we will never know. We are not your partner. Mm-hmm. And so we can't say, yeah, definitely this is what's happening. But your gut and your anxiety, and it's not even just gut and anxiety, actually, with this one, there is evidence yeah. that there is some weird shit going on. He's talking to people and then 
telling you that he's not using this app and he's using it at times when you're not there. So I think there is, I think he probably is speaking to somebody. Yeah. But we, we could never say that for definite. Yeah. The only person who can say that for definite is him. How do you think she should raise that with him? I think she should just be honest. Yeah. I've noticed Definitely you're just, just I noticed, come out with her. She was like, maybe say something. Oh, you know, the other day when I asked you to message, blah, 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 and you didn't have the app, but I've noticed that you're like, you're on it quite a lot. So what's that about? And a cheater yeah. would respond to that by saying, why are you watching me? Yeah, why no, are you watching yeah. my geese? Yeah. And that is the red flag, is, yeah. is reply alone. <laughs> Absolutely. You can tell a lot from yeah. reply, even if they don't admit it. If they start to put that back on you, as if you're doing wrong by, by even watching that, yeah. then then you know that yeah. that is a massive red flag. Mm-hmm. I do think that you have to be open and honest about this. And I think she has to say, yeah. you know, this is what happened. I noticed you were on it. Yeah, there's, you, there's no other way, really. She yeah. just has to. Because if she holds Come information on. back, then she's always going to still want to ask him more questions. Exactly. It's better to just be like, look, Get this it is all out there. Yeah, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. yeah, and then, but then I don't know where she goes from there because if he says absolutely not, like he's going to have to provide a really valid reason as to why he's using Facebook Messenger day and night. Yeah, and then um, dinner. yeah he's going to have to provide a really valid reason for that. I think for her to feel secure in this, or he's going to have to be honest and open and turn around and go, actually, I've been speaking to this girl. I've not got any intention of meeting her, and I'm really sorry. And, and she has to maybe prepare herself for that and be willing to engage in a conversation about how we we spoke about this in the last podcast, that monogamy is not necessarily the right answer or the only answer for every relationship. Mm-hmm. And that him speaking to somebody else doesn't necessarily mean it's a massive fucking disrespect on her. Doesn't mean that he wants to end the relationship or that he's fallen out of love. He might just be experimenting with different ways but he has to be able to be honest with her and speak to her about that if that's ever going to work maybe like he may be going through something and it's someone that's like he doesn't know so Mm -hmm. he feels he can be more open than with her but it might open that conversation up and it might benefit them both because then he could be like well actually this is what's happening Mm. i didn't know if i could speak to you about it but here we are and then they could have that conversation but yeah i think you have to be really secure with yourself and really um willing and open to have those discussions about you know, because it doesn't make any sense for us to think, right, you meet one person, that's it. The rest of your life, you're with that person. You're never going to fancy anyone else. You're never going to have that need to talk to anyone else. It doesn't, for everybody, that doesn't make sense. And so in order to have a more positive relationship, it's, we need to sometimes step out of that thing that makes us go, oh, if he's looking at someone else, that means I'm not good enough or that our relationship is failing. Mm-hmm. Have those conversations. I'm not saying that she should allow cheating, uh, especially if she's not comfortable with it, but she should certainly maybe create a space where where they can both have that open communication like yeah I feel like I want to talk to other people and you know mm-hmm. getting this from this person or whatever this communication is the key yeah. in a, in every relationship but if she continues sneaking around looking at what he's doing and he's continuing She's to sneak around yeah, yeah she is and that's really sad and I think because they've got a child together and because they live away from their family and friends yeah, they're quite isolated harder, yeah. yeah she's gonna stay in this relationship no matter what which is yeah. why they've got to iron out what's going on but it definitely sounds to me like something dodgy's going on there yeah, yeah. 100% just come out with her straight yeah. talk 
Well, thank you to you both for coming today. I've really enjoyed having you both here. Thank you for having us. And um, yeah, I would like to have you both back sometime if you're willing to do it. And if if you know men as well, I I like to have a male balance on the podcast as well. So if you guys know any good men... Mm-hmm. that we could bring along yeah. not to slaughter them but like to, to <laughs> get nice the to have a male perspective yeah. Yeah. especially on things like ghosting that'll be a good conversation yeah, yeah I totally agree mm-hmm. so thank you very much for coming along thank today it's been you. fantastic I love you both <laughs> and uh, yeah see you later for the next podcast see you bye bye, bye.